What are you people? On dope? It's perfect! Shh, 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 shh. Do you hear that? It's the winds of change. Are your freedoms being destroyed? Like free speech? Shut up! Then fucking stay here and be blunt about it. Shut up! Will you shut up? We'll be right back. So Carrie and Bush are from the Skull and Bones Club. They're from Skull and Bones, which is the beginning of their rituals into the satanic orders, is basically what it is. One of the initiation rites of the Skull and Bones is to screw one man, screwing the other one. You know, uh, uh, you know, anal sex, okay? John Kerry Cohen gave George Bush Jr. his satanic rights, and they lay down in a coffin full of mud to do this in. That's so you're saying that John Kerry and George Bush had anal sex together in college in a coffin full of mud? That's right. Okay. I am saying that. And because so, so, John Kerry Cohen okay, gave George okay, Bush Jr. Okay, Carol, so, Carol, okay, Carol, what do you have to say about that? Sounds pretty shitty to me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I got the porno. I got the porno on that. I'm going to put it out on the internet. I don't. You know, I. I you know, I'm trying to. No. I'm trying to be really open here. But blunt. Do you like to be blunt? Absolutely. We don't sugarcoat shit. Listen Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 12 noon Pacific Standard Time. You'll hear things you've never heard before. Renegade Talk Radio with Rich and Caroline. That was back in 2004. We talked about this uh, skull and bones and all this, uh, the New World Order shit. We got Dino Ray from Chicago on air here at Renegade. Hi, Marla. Aloha, Richie, and aloha, Renegade Nation. And hello, Dina. Aloha. Aloha, Aloha, Dina. Aloha. So anyway, we're going to be getting into a little bit more of the uh, paranormal, the New World Order, uh, the uh, Freemasonry, which I know Dina has a lot of issues with those people, and we're going to get into that a little bit, right, Dina? I understand they don't like you, the Freemasons. I've gotten um, panned a few times, and um, I was invited uh, to uh, speak at a book club after they they read the last degree. And one of the women, uh, hus- one of the women's husbands was a Freemason, and um, she really gave it to me. She let you have it, huh? Yeah. You know, why why she let you, why did she let you have it? What is the reason that they get so upset when you start talking about these things and writing books about it? What is it that they need to hide? Uh, I I have no idea because I even put in the book that I'm not talking about the entire brotherhood. I'm, I'm talking about the top echelon, the the thirty, thirty first, thirty second, thirty third degree guys. I'm mm, not the big boys talking about the the little Shriners who are raising money for children's hospitals and, and that. I'm I'm just talking about the inner circle. Oh, they're the guys that race around in those little go karts and kill people. Right, right, right. <laughs> Justin Genie. Anyway, so Dina Ray, she's an author. She's out of Chicago. She's uh, written a, a few books, uh, a few novels, uh, Halo of the Dam, which she's going to explain uh, in more detail. And also, um, uh, an, an, I think in the second one is the best novel about hell. Was that one? Yes, that and, was about hell. And that, that's about hell. I've been there and back, by the way. And uh, and bad juju is about a voodoo religion. We'll be getting into that. And Freemasonry, the New World Order, and the Tribulation, and more, and, and some about zombies. So we're going to be getting into all this. So Dina, how long have you been uh, writing about this, and how did you fall into all of this? Well, uh, I am a teacher, and a, a few years ago, I was laid off from my teaching job, and it was always 
a dream of mine to be a writer. So when I was laid off and I was looking for other jobs, I uh, wrote my book. I wrote mm-hmm. my first book, The Last Degree. And, it, you know, I found out writing one book wasn't as hard as I thought it was, so... What was the, okay, um, what was the reason for writing the book on The Last Degree? I mean, why? how did you fall, get yourself into this Freemasonry and New World Order stuff? And, and how did you... How did that all come about? Who, who, uh, why did you start digging into that? Do you feel like you're being persecuted, or do you feel like something's going on that people should know about, or what? Well, I have always been drawn to the conspiracy theory side of things, and um, I, I loved Dan Brown books. I, um, I, I was listening to your archives, and you mentioned uh, Jim Mars. I love Jim Mars. I mm-hmm. love Jesse Ventura. I love Alex Jones. Uh, I, I've loved all of these guys for years, and... I take the New World Order thing to heart. I really do believe it's coming. Oh, I, I, thought, I we, well, yeah, we, a great first book. Yeah, we believe that, too. We believe <clears throat> that this has been going on for quite some time, and I was talking to somebody last night that really got deeply involved in a, in a, in a, um, um, a you know, a, you know a conversation. I can't even speak right. A conversation with me about the New World Order and about the, about what's been going on over the last 30 to 50, 75 years in this country. Yes, yeah, Mark. Dina, the Bob, yeah. Bob in Philadelphia and I am also um, conspiracy, conspiracy, conspiracy theories. theories. Yeah, so I'm really, really interested in what you do. And we might have to have you on the show for several weeks because there's just too much to talk about. So this New World Order, what do you think uh, in, in your book, how do you describe the New World Order, Order and what are they trying to accomplish by enslaving us into their system? Because my feeling is that they all die anyway. We all die. So what is it that they get out of it by controlling us? Well, the last degree is about not so much how the New World Order um, um, operates once they're in power. It's about how they... For, they formulate in the world to get to power, and it, it leaves off at that point. So, um, they're obviously their main goal is to control the world, and anybody who um, has half a brain and can serve them in some purpose will live. It, every anybody who has absolutely no purpose, uh, for example, like us, a lot of the poor African countries um, who really don't have any oil and they don't have anything to offer while they're going to die. They're just going to get rid of them. You know, there was an interview back in uh, 1989 or 1990 on a talk show in Phoenix, and the talk show host had an individual that was was hiding out from the the Trilateral Commission. Mm-hmm. And this individual was in the Rocky Mountains hiding out and, and got away from them. And when he found out the information about what was going on about AIDS, and uh, I listened to this interview, in fact, met the talk show host, and uh, he told me that was one of the most interesting, in fact, the most interesting interview he ever did, and he was in talk radio for quite some time. The bottom line was the guy said that this trilateral commission and this New World Order or whoever they are and these Freemasons want to get ri- wanted to get rid of the lowlifes. In other words... Um, they they actually invented AIDS and injected it into the society, to into the gay communities, into the the, the poor communities, into um, communities drug that infested. drug infested. They they just didn't want to pay any more money to them. Do you feel that that's going on right now, or has been going on, or, or do you write oh. about that in your book? Well, I didn't cover the AIDS thing, but uh, I do agree 
with uh, that theory. I've heard that theory before, that AIDS is um, a government virus, and this whole ridiculous story of how it started with a, a gay airline pilot who flew over in Africa and had sex with some Africans who were bit by some fly, and, you know, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's the... the, <laughs> the when, you the, really, when, you, when you think about that, how ridiculous that is, and people believe it, I mean, people have been having sex for eons ever since we were, because we are sexual animals. So when you go to have sex... All, and all those years of all that fucking that's been going on for thousands of years, and all of a sudden one day this thing pops up called AIDS. I found that to be quite interesting that they could come up with this and blame a monkey on it. Right. Yeah, the, the pilot and the monkey story. I mean, it's more, uh, it, it's more ludicrous than the conspiracy theory. So. It's exactly right. To me, it makes totally sense, and things got out of control once kids started dying from those blood transfusions, and then all of a sudden, they gave a shit and came up with some kind of way to cure it. it I mean, look at Magic Johnson, for example. Yeah, How he, the hell is he still alive? He's had AIDS for, what, 30 or 40 years I already? Well, my, I always think about that. My question about Magic Johnson was, I, didn't, I, I don't think he ever had AIDS. I think it was oh, all bullshit. It's all bullshit. He looks very, very healthy for somebody who has AIDS. Either that or because he's so important, they gave him the remedy to cure they, they, him. They get, yeah, they, yeah, they gave yeah. him the remedy. And then he yeah. just bought the Los Angeles Dodgers. I mean, there yeah. are certain people that are qualified, and apparently we're not, but there are certain people that are qualified or plucked out of these universities and put into uh, power in the government to control, or they're being puppetized or trained to do what they need to do. Brainwashing. And they will, brainwashing and continue on with the conspiracy or continue on with all this bullshit. Do you go... Do you get involved with that in your book? I mean, do you go deep into the book? Absolutely. Uh, I um, totally believe, I mean, we've got thousands and thousands of universities in this country alone, and it seems like anybody who's anybody who's running things somehow comes from Harvard and Yale and Columbia and Stanford and, um, um, what's that one in Washington, D.C.? That's George Washington University or um, Georgetown. Georgetown, Georgetown. Have you noticed that? You know, colleges over and over and over. You can't just help wondering: Are these breeding grounds for the next hand-picked generation of um, the inner circle? Well, Dina, back in the '80s, I was saying that to a lot of people, and a lot of people thought I was fucking crazy. I was because I, I knew there was something going on in those universities and how they were being changed or taught or brainwashed. And if you noticed, the last time Georgetown University, one of the big schools, came into the news was that chick from Georgetown who had the birth control situation yeah. and Rush Limbaugh went fucking crazy on it and said we're not going to pay and all of a sudden Georgetown and there she is on Time Magazine and there she is on the, the Democratic National Convention and it's Rich, uh, yeah, she, it's called distraction distraction yes mm -hmm. distraction from what's really happening yeah. in the world so it's amazing that all of these things, and people really do not think about what's going on around them, and they listen to the ostrich media, and then you write this book. Now, getting into the book further, um, how, how, how are sales, and are, are people responding to you in a positive or negative matter about what you write about? Well, generally, everybody's been real positive, and I, I can't complain. Um, overall, uh, every now and then, I'll get someone um, who'll blast me, <laughs> for you know completely uh, being crazy loon and and whatnot but um for the most part most people didn't had no idea what new world order even is they and they found the whole thing fascinating and it really opened their eyes to what mm -hmm. might be going on behind closed doors 
so that was my intent hey, to, Dina, to Dina. entertain and educate. Dina, Very good. In the last degree, uh, you you you. Um, how does the, how does the media fit into all of this? Where's the media, the ostrich media, as we call it, fit into disturbing us and trying to brainwash us? Where, where, where do the, where where does the media fit in? Well, I honestly believe in my heart of hearts, and um, I and I'm not picking on Democratic reporters because I feel that the Republican reporters are just as bad. I believe that the media is only owned by what a couple of people. Like most of the media is owned by what Rupert Murdoch and yeah, there's only a few of them that own it all. Yeah, and so I'm sorry. Well, no, they have uh, NBC is owned by Comcast, which has a board of directors. Again, another corporation. And I've always said a corporation is people. And these people are trying to control other people. So um, I guess the question is, let me rephrase it. W- uh, the media is, is the media doing their job by not informing us as to what is actually going on? Absolutely. And they, pick and, they handpick what stories fit their political agenda and anything else that doesn't fit their political agenda, or, or may I, and I don't even want to give the reporters that much credit because they're really just puppets. If it doesn't fit their boss's political agenda, they know they're going to be out of their cushy $500,000, $600,000 a year job. So they go along with the program. That's why I ended up here. Yeah, yeah that's, we, we, we talk about that all the time. We talk about it all the time. Name some of the major players you believe to be involved in the New World Order, including the media. Okay. Um, well, I believe Obama is definitely involved. Uh, Bill Gates, Warren Buffett, George Soros, the late Steve Jobs, uh, Clinton and the Bushes, especially the Bushes. Uh, Brzezinski, who um, was Jimmy Carter's right? Yeah, I never liked him. He, yeah, he was always scary. He, um, he, Gerald Ford was Gerald Ford was an admitted Freemason, so he's definitely um, Rupert Murdoch, Spielberg, Prince Charles, the Rockefellers, Dupont, Rothschilds, um, Michael Eisner. Um, Gail Berman, president of Fox, Harry Weinstein, Ted Turner. So you know what I'm thinking? Maybe we should join them, too, so we can be successful. We yes, can't. Marlo. No. <laughs> all I was going to say, Dina, is I totally believe all of them are involved. Everyone you name. Well, they're all very, very, <laughs> su- they're all very, very I, successful. Yeah, exactly. They, they control I, a lot, and they have a lot of money and power, and they were handpicked, right, Dina? Well, you know what's interesting? Yeah. What's interesting to me, Dina, is Steven Spielberg, the movies he puts out there are like of in the future that are going to happen. Because I always think, oh, isn't that interesting? That's the future. Or if you look back at his movies. Because w- w- we believe that um, uh, the uh, aliens from Nibiru are part of this. I wouldn't be surprised. So you you know about the planet Nibiru? I've heard of Nibiru, and um, I've heard a, a lot of people believe intelligent life uh, came here and set up our our um, humankind, so to speak, yes. to get us more advanced on an advanced track. But I, I really am not a specialist in um, 
aliens from Nibiru, but I have heard of them. Okay, Dina, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to be continuing uh, with the last degree from Dina Ray, an author out of Chicago, talking about the New World Order, and who these people are, what they're doing, and why they're doing it. And we'll continue on with the conversation. Very interesting for all you conspiracy theorists out there. Love I, it. I know you enjoy it, but anyway, you listen to Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Marla, and of course, Dina Ray out of Chicago. And we'll be right back. Back to Renegade Talk Conspiracy Wednesday, where we don't sugarcoat shit. Welcome. Oh, and by the way, we wanted to say hi to uh, Dale. Shout out to Dale. He he wrote us an email. Downloads okay. us every day. Love you, Dale. Thank and, you. And Hamburg, Pennsylvania. Thank Hamburg, you, Dale. Pennsylvania. Tell all your friends. Pass the word around. Anyway, welcome to the uh, the show. Thank you, Renegade Nation, for all the downloads. We appreciate it as the station is growing and growing and getting bigger. Hi to Rick in Spain and all of our worldwide friends. We have Dina Ray on. She's an author uh, in, from Chicago and has been writing books about the paranormal, uh, these religions, the zombies, the New World Order, and the crazy people here on this planet. And uh, Dina, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. So anyway, so we uh, when we last broke off uh, on the break, the uh, we were talking about the last degree, and how much research did you do for the book? Oh my gosh, volumes, volumes, it and volumes, like and, and and um, I knew a lot going into it because, like I was saying, this is a real near and dear to my heart, and I I um, do feel that New World Order is on, we're on the brink of. So I found out a lot more than I could have ever imagined. I mean, one link led to another link, led to a history special, led to a YouTube video, led to a book from the library, and on and on it went, and I enjoyed every reading every word of it. It's real fascinating. You know, Dina, I saw on TV this guy, I, can't, I don't remember, you know, his title, but he followed the clues and the signs all over the entire earth, and, oh. gra- and, the, and it it all sent him right back to the Washington Monument, mm-hmm. which is... The big penis. Yes, the big penis, we love yes. to call it. Yeah, yes. he, yeah, he could read the signs in the churches and the stained glass. He, he knew exactly what he was doing. He, he had studied it so hard. Oh, yeah, there's symbols all over the place right. uh, in our face about how New World Order is near. I, I agree with you 100%. It, it's amazing how they're not even trying to hide it. No, they right. don't. It's right in your face, and nobody... I think everybody's so confused. They're sheeple, Rich. They're sheeple. They're yeah, I heard people. that word last night, the sheeple. people are sheeple. sheeple. And they're so confused, they don't know what's going on or what to believe because the media has expounded so much bullshit that nobody can understand what the hell's going on, It's Dina. all brainwashing and... Um, I agree. Uh, you know, who, who's Albert Pike? You mentioned that in the book. Who's that? Okay, Albert Pike was um, probably my favorite research that I came up with while I was researching uh, the Freemasons. Albert Pike never was a, a rich guy. However, he was a lawyer, and he was handpicked by uh, a, a Freemason called Charles Mackey. 
and uh, he got to be the grand poobah of sorts of the Freemasons back in the 1800s. And uh, what his big claim to fame is, is uh, he wrote this book called Morals and Dogma, and that's kind of like a Freemason handbook. It's kind of like a manifesto of the Freemasons. And if you read it, which I did, I did read all 900 pages of it, there is... There are a lot of chants and quotes that they do in their rituals, and one of them is straight to Lucifer. So, to me, that kind of kind of uh, says it all. Now, when anybody brings up this famous quote, uh, his excuse and Freemasons defend the excuse by saying, "Oh, well, Lucifer." is a star in the sky. It's the star Sirius and, and um, <laughs> you know, whatever. And are they, are they, is are, true, wait, but... Wait, wait, I want her to it, finish. I'm just saying, in the 1850s, 1860s, everybody knew who Lucifer was, and if you were chanting out to a star, you wouldn't say, oh, Lucifer. And, Carrie, I found a quote in in my book, and let me just, let me just read it. Okay. To you. This is straight from Moral, Morals and Dogma. It says, Lucifer the light bearer, strange and mysterious name to give to the spirit of darkness. Lucifer the son of the morning, it is he who bears the light and the splendors intolerable, blinds, feeble, sensual, or, uns- or selfish souls. Doubt it or not. That is their, one of their famous quotes praising Lucifer, which... When you ask them about it, they claim is a star. How so. in, how insane are these people anyway? <laughs> they are wacko. They but they are wacko. Method to the madness. It, it, it's like it's like uh, ludicrous to say the least uh, that they come up with. The, I, I don't understand this whole thing with Lucy. Yes, Marla, as I get interrupted again. Dina, yes, Marla. Okay, <laughs> how long ago did they start this thing? The Freemasons. Back in, back in the eighteen hundreds, I think. It's um. It started. If if you read the Bible, it started in the Bible. It's uh, a free, famous Freemason called Hiram Abiff, who is um, actually acted out in Freemason rituals. He um, is a biblical character who built Solomon's temple back. What was that? Um, Four thousand BC, three thousand BC, something like that. Give her. Give her. Give or, give or take a few. See, I don't believe I don't believe in any of that. I think that that's this shit is all made up by these wacko, weirdo, insane people who think that there's somebody, there's something special. But if you go three to four thousand years before Christ, I mean, they're walking through the sands and people are, are writing things on a piece of paper or a piece of uh, parchment or whatever the hell they were they called on it the back wall, then. On walls. Uh, well, yeah, writing on walls, and then all of a sudden they die, and then somebody else comes along and says, "Oh, that sounds pretty good. I'll continue writing whatever I want." I don't believe in any of that. I think it's all made up, and I think they have now brainwashed everybody and used this Lucifer and this devil worship bullshit to get what they want and scare people. It's absolutely ridiculous and ludicrous and insane to think that these people believe all this bullshit. They're going to die. We all die. You all come to a certain age and you die. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you something else to the audience, Dina. Let me explain something to you. We were dropped off here by the fucking aliens because we don't get along and all we do is kill people. So we make up these stories and all this crap. No, they, they came here. They, they came here. Well, I don't... I respectfully disagree. I, I, I do Good. believe that aliens exist. Don't <laughs> the aliens are wrong, here. But um, 
I also believe in an afterlife. So I, I definitely believe that when we die, you know, depending on how we lived our lives, we will be rewarded or we will be punished. And um, so when people worship Satan, they're kind of saying, I want the power in my life now. I don't want to submit and wait. So I... Wow. Well, that's what it's about. That's what they think it is because they want to get the power now because when they die, they won't have any more power. Is that what you're saying? I think that's their mentality. That's their mentality. That's their mentality. Look, grab it now, get as much sex, get as much power, get as much money now because after it's over, I'm done with for about 100,000 years and I'm not coming back. No, see, L. Ron Hubbard told me that. He flew, yeah. He came over here on his spaceship Saturday night. He came over, uh, the, the Scientology founder, L. Ron Hubbard. He always invites me out, and he teleports me into a spaceship, and I go flying around the Pacific Ocean. It's really fun. <laughs> Dina, if you want to come by, we'll stop by Chicago oh, yeah. and pick and you then, up. And then there's always God, and then about I speak to God the all the creator. time. I speak to God and the it, creator. Dina, it gets, <laughs> our studio just is jam-packed with all these crazy people. I, that we worship and don't worship. Yeah, in the book, this last degree. I told Rich last time, get them out of here. I can't watch TV. Okay, in the, <laughs> in the, in the, in the book, the last degree. What are what are your views about preppers? What's a what's a prepper, and what is the prepping movement? Okay, uh, this is another one of my favorite topics. Uh, there's a TV, sh- couple TV shows. On. One's called Doomsday Preppers. One's called Doomsday Bun- Bunkers. Oh, yeah, we've seen that. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we've seen there's them. A, there's there's this theme going on in um, reality TV and in um, talk shows with uh, a little bit with Falling Skies and a little bit with um, The Walking Dead that we're going to be having to rely on our survival skills once shit hits the fan. And we need to start pre- preparing for this because... Electricity as we know it, all of our luxuries as we know it will be gone once the nations start playing tennis with each other with nuclear weapons. So people are taking every cent that they have and they're um, buying land out in the Smoky Mountains mm-hmm. or the Rocky Mountains and they're, they're drilling underground these um, underground um, bunkers. Up- yeah, apartments and bunkers yeah. and, hey, Dina, and Dina, mountains. And okay, Dina, Mar- Dina Marla has a question. No, I was just going to tell you, I, we watched a show j- just a few nights ago that was all about that. Yeah, all about that. Yeah, the yeah. preppers. Yeah, they're getting yeah. prepped. The preppers. The, what's the and bug out? They call it the bug out or the bite? The, bu- the, uh, huh? the bug out bag? The what? B-O-B, your bug out bag. Yeah, the bug out bag. Yeah, yeah. The only reason I know about that is because we saw the show. Right. Yeah. And then we then there's the one silo. They it's they can live in there for five years, yeah. So, and people can buy their different condos down there, and I guess uh, I bought one nine hundred ninety thousand dollars, <laughs> and I can't come out for five years, and I'm going to fuck yeah. all the women in there inside the silo. And it's just like, okay, I'll volunteer to open the hatch five di- five anyway. years later. Yeah, uh, yeah I, and, I, then, I, and then I'll be burnt to okay, uh, okay. nothing but dust. Yeah, you are dust. You're going to be dust later on when I get done with your ass. Anyway, we're going to take a break. We have Dina Ray on, an author from Chicago, talking about the New World Order and what's going to happen and what's coming down. When we come back from the break, we're going to be talking about who the 
anti-Christers. Now, a lot of Ooh, pe- that'll be good. A lot of people are saying that Abominable might be the Antichrist, but they're mm-hmm. all saying that. But we'll, we'll get we'll get Dina's uh, uh, take on the Antichrist when we come back. You're listening to Renegade Talk, where we don't sugarcoat shit. shit, and we'll be right back. Stop Shock Radio, the station that shocks you. Renegade Talk Radio. Welcome back, Renegade Nation, Renegade Talk in Maui, where we don't sugarcoat shit. My name is Richie, along with Marla. We have a special guest, author Dina Ray from Chicago, talking about the New World Order and where we are going, motherfuckers. Thank you for all the downloads. Say hi to everybody. Hey, don't forget, if you'd like to hear some good music, go to uh, skypilotradio.com, music from the 60s through the 90s. And if you'd like to donate and help us out here at Renegade, you can go to the front page of renegadetalk.fm and you can uh, hit the uh, donate button. So we're going to continue our conversation with Dina, our resident New World Order expert. (laughs) Okay. Here we are. Hi, Dina. How are you doing, honey? I'm doing great. That's good. You sound great. How's the weather in Chicago, by the way? Oh, my gosh. We've had a winter, like, almost as as great as Hawaii, uh, you know. 50 degree days yeah, and no snow. Not bad. Yeah, we're sitting here, in, I'm sitting here in my underwear and yeah. we have the windows open. We hang around our underwear. Yeah, take a walk on the beach. But anyway, <laughs> so, I've been looking for the Antichrist out in the Pacific Ocean. He hasn't shown up. So anyway, the moving whales on. Are out there. Uh, Dina wrote the book, The Last Degree, and we're going through the book and uh, Dina is answer- answering questions. Now, this question here is about the Antichrist. Now, a lot of people talk about the Antichrist and uh, where the Antichrist is going to come from. Who do you think that is, Dina? Who do you think the Antichrist is? Because I know a lot of our listeners would love to hear your uh, opinion on that. Well, uh, for a while, I kind of thought it might be Obama, because here in Chicago, uh, before he became president, he obviously became U.S. senator. And if you study that election, the way he won didn't really make any sense. He'd be um, two veteran politicians, um, you know, one in the primary and then one in the general election, and both of them had last-minute scandals. Nobody ever even heard of Obama. And then, you know, bam, out of nowhere, he beats these two veterans. I mean, one was uh, uh, married to uh, that actress, (laughs) Jerry Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember uh, that. Yeah, yeah, that scandal of Jerry Ryan, of of the cheating. His, her husband, right, was right. a swinger, and right. he wanted her to do all this kinky stuff and right. swing, and that's why they got divorced and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Well, that came out during the election with Obama. I mean, what are the odds of that happening a million years later? And then um, the next guy that he was up against uh, soon had to go because he, all of a sudden, out of nowhere, was supposedly beating his wife. So Obama got, gets in out of nowhere and um a couple of things about him he used to hang out with this this thug called tony resco and um he he and his wife everyone says he's a socialist or whatever which he he may be but when it comes to himself he certainly didn't want to live in a regular house like everybody else 
he um, had, had didn't have any money at the time, and mm-hmm. he and his wife mysteriously bought a mansion in Hyde Park, like one of the nicest neighborhoods in Chicago, for $300,000. Mm-hmm. I mean, now with foreclosures up a storm, who knows? Maybe you could get a mansion for $300,000, but you couldn't back then. And... Um, he had all kinds of... Then there was that Reverend Jeremiah Wright, who oh, yeah, was him. just a complete and utter crazy man. Anybody crazy. who has ever... Oh, have you seen him on the news? Oh, I've seen him. Yeah, he's... he's, he's like, they're all nuts. They're all crazy. Like Louis Farrakhan. He's like a Louis Oh, Farrakhan. don't even get... Don't, oh, my God. Don't start up with him. I hate that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't even want to... That's a whole nother show Boy, with him. Boy, uh, we hate him. You know the thing about Obama, the boys, in 2004, when he gave that uh, speech at the Democratic National Convention, and I talk about it all the time, I said, oh, there he is, our next president. I knew it. I said, said it on our the next puppet. Yeah. Next puppet, yeah. I said it on Renegade in 2004. But you know what's really funny, Adina, what you're talking about this election? In Philadelphia... Of all places, They're, they have wards, and that's, you know, where they have blocks, you know, city blocks, and they make it into a ward. They had 55 wards. That's like half of Philadelphia voted for Obama, and no, none of them voted for Romney, and nobody talks about it. That's fishy. Yeah, and and you know the the media did bring it up a little bit on the on the, on the Drudge Report and some people, but all of a sudden it was just swept into the carpet, and so the election I think was a fraud to begin with. Oh, just, at, well, the second one, absolutely, absolutely, the second there, one. Yeah, there was a guy that went in there and voted twice for um, oh, what's his face again? Uh, Romney, Obama. Oh no. Yeah, no. You're, you're, you're smoking a little joint, Marla, please. I haven't had any. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need some. Anyway, so who do you think the Antichrist is? Let's get back to that. Who, yeah. who do you think well, th- this person is? Well, again, I, I would, I would uh, put my money on Obama, except the Bible says that the Antichrist is going to come from Europe. So that kind of ruins that. Although we do not know where Obama really was born. So, so he does add some mysterious flavor to the whole thing. Um, According to the Bible, the Antichrist is probably going to come from the narrow, scholars um, a zillion times smarter than I'll ever be have narrowed it down to Spain, Italy, or England based on different passages and different animals uh, that are um, symbolized with each of those countries. So if you go by Spain, Italy, or England, again, I, I hate to keep ragging on Prince Charles, but... He comes to mind uh, faster than anybody else. Okay, I, I have a question here you, you have in the book. What, what is the mind control, um, this mind control with advertising agencies? And I, and I know that they've been doing a lot of really wacko sh- shit over the past 20 to 30 years. Yeah. What's your take on the brainwashing? Ab- for the brainwashing? What's feeding your, oh, us poison. Oh, yeah. oh, that's in my, uh, um, that's in my uh, Halo book. That's in the Halo uh, book. Oh, I'm uh, sorry. Yeah, I, missed, I, I skipped it over. Yeah. It's, oh, I, no, no. Now, um, I would like to hear your opinion of that, that, because a lot of people are thinking about these ad agencies and what they're pushing out there. Well, um, I remember back when I was in college, they showed a, a lot of famous ads, and um, if, I don't know how old you guys are. I'm 43. And, We're young. Um, I'm five. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm doing I was, finger I wish painting. I was five. I'm doing. Um, I'm doing finger painting. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, there was this one famous ad with absolute vodka when they um, began, and it shows well, like a glass ice of ice and then a bottle of absolute vodka next to it. I remember and that. 
I remember that. The in the ice, the word sa- there was the word sex, and I, it wasn't blatant. The teacher had to point it out to all of us. None of us got it. But then he cut, started showing us more and more magazine ads that had different words in Subliminal, it, like me, yeah. sex, um, yeah. it was money, sex. Um, I can't remember all of them, yeah. but I just definitely remember that absolute yeah. one. Yeah, the subliminal. The subliminal. Yeah. yeah. And I do remember that one with the vodka and the ice cubes. There was that, that was a big deal. Yeah. So what, was, so I'm going back to my finger painting. Yeah, so go, go, yeah, you go back to your finger painting. So what does that have to do with what you're uh, talking about, what, what, the advertising world? Uh, well, again, they're, they're using techniques that some people might argue were found out by the military. And they're taking these techniques and putting them in certain ads so you buy their product. Um, another way they do it, and, um, uh, say you're watching a movie and you don't even realize it, it's an um, instrument called a tachistoscope, and, and this was invented in the 50s, so now I can only imagine how sophisticated they are. But it would flash an image uh, every, oh, I don't know, every five minutes or so, however, however you wanted to set it up. And the image would be an advertisement, like, buy me, and it would be for gum, or buy me, uh, it'd be for a clothing brand, or whatever. And you wouldn't, you would watch this movie or this TV show, and you wouldn't even know. I, rem- I remember those days of subliminal messaging. So you said... So- yeah. In your opinion, they're still going on. Oh, it's still being... It's getting oh. worse. They've yeah. been doing it over Well, they're also poisoning oh. us all over the place. Anyway, uh, getting back to the last degree, one of the questions was, uh, how will the mark of the beast be implemented? The mark of the beast? The mark of the beast. Who's the beast? We're going to find out. Well, Satan is, of course, um, considered the beast, although some people aren't very... aren't sure if the beast is Satan or the beast is Satan's agent acting on his behalf. Who do you that think part the, is a little bit blurry. And okay, who do you think the agent is? Well, again, I, I, I'm guessing, I hate to say Prince William, but um, <laughs> I think really? they're going to take uh, microchips and microchip us all. Oh, yeah, they're going to. It, it's we called are. nanos. Yeah, Na- 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 You know, getting into Prince William and this uh, Kate and uh, the um, the British royalty, when those two Australian talk show hosts uh, pulled that little stunt uh, uh, right before Christmas when they called into the hospital and they got through, and that nurse that put them through committed suicide. Yeah. Now, I, allegedly. I, allegedly. I find that to be really, really weird. And a lot of people, and what happened was they were really stoning these two talk show host and all of a sudden Newtown Connecticut this guy shot up all those kids and every, everybody forgot about what, what what these two Australian talk show hosts did and so I, I you know when you when you mentioned Prince William and the and the Royals where, where does all that fit in what's your what's your feelings on all that uh, Ma, well I would like to just say I, I, I know where you're going with this and I kind of wonder I mean that guy who shot up everybody in Newtown and I know this sounds terrible but is he um, 
did he really mean to kill those people, or is he a Manchurian candidate? Or a, no, a lot of people, yeah. a lot of people are saying that. A lot of people yeah. have said that, and then they have got have been grossed out by the the, the uh, ostrich media by even mentioning something like that. But one of my uh, one of our listeners said, you know, it's really weird that the guy he kills his mother. Okay. On the way from his house to the school, there was all kind of shopping centers, and he could have just pulled in anywhere and started shooting people. But he went to that school. He it's kind of it's kind of weird. He had an agenda. I think it, he was it, brainwashed. Yeah, it, it, it's really weird. But I get into the mental health problems, and that this individual had had, had mental health problems did, going back. Yeah. And the mother and father didn't do anything about it. And this is what you come out now. They're pushing this gun control stuff and pushing more of their ideals uh, ideas into our heads to do what we should do. Listen to them. I well, mean. That's what's called New World right. Order. That's called the New World They're Order. They're slowly working on, oh. on us, right? I, I, wanted, I wanted to add, uh, uh, add on to, you know, um, obviously the uh, guy in Aurora, Colorado, the movie guy, and yeah, then him. now we've got this, um, you know, kindergarten guy. What about, and this is a real, this one really gets in my craw. There was that Freemason, Anders Breivik, in Norway, who shot down 69 people on an island, 69 young adults, like 18, 19-year-olds. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. Well, what the hell happened to him? Yeah, nobody ever heard about him. I never heard about him. He's a freaking Freemason. That happened uh, a year and a half ago, and he he killed more than anybody. He went there uh, with a, a gun and... Solo killed everybody, and we don't know what the hell happened to him. Yeah, they covered that all up very, very, yeah, very good. I, I remember that when that happening, and all of a sudden it was just brushed under the carpet and never heard from again. Never. Yeah. Never. So I. Why? It, it, yeah. Why? Why is it that he kills sixty nine people and the, the, the people aren't going absolutely ballistic about it? It's just weird. The whole thing is weird. So we're trying to figure this out, Renegade Nation, as to why it's so. What's going on? When did on here. this happen? About a year and a half ago. Yeah, all these shootings. And I think it's, uh, so why do you, what's your take on that, Dina, why they, they covered that up? Um, well, Anders Brevik, there's pictures all over the Internet because he um, publicly posed in his Freemason regalia for his Freemason brother-in lodge or whatever, and there were pictures all over the place with him wearing all this Freemason stuff. And then after that, all of the details of the case went away. Never yeah. heard another word. Never heard another word. Yeah, and that's true. You never heard another word. And this guy in Colorado, when he went into the movie theater, you know what the media said? And I, we, we, and we got into it, but I'm going to paraphrase it. And Marley, I think you know where I'm going with this. <laughs> when he was sitting outside uh, and they arrested him, okay, about a day later, they said they, they came back and they said that he, was, he took... Uh, a whole bunch of type of uh, prescription drugs. Yeah, they, they said no on the scene that he was on 20 Vicodin. He was on 20 Vicodin. If he was on 20 Vicodin, this is the he would have been passed out. Yeah, this is yeah. The, perhaps dying. And this is this is the ostrich media telling telling us that he's on 20 Vicodin. Now, now how you, the hell did they know? How the hell did they know <laughs> that he was on 20 yeah. Vicodin? What did they give him a drug test personally? Yeah, they, you know, the cameraman whipped out a, yeah. some kind of drug. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. And, nope. and it happened the day they arrested him. Not, you know, it was like, what? How would how would you know? What did you? You didn't go into the apartment because supposedly or allegedly he had the boob, he had the, the booby uh, apartment booby trapped. So they couldn't find the prescription bottle that he that he <laughs> took all the Vicodin. And I'm saying, oh, they're making this up now too. I mean, well, it was really weird. Yeah, the, that whole thing was really weird. I think he was. I think he was brainwashed. Yeah, Marla I, thinks that they're brainwashing these people to, yeah. to, get, to get what they to want. To scare everyone. I, so I, they... Mar Marla, I agree with you. I, I believe they're a test run. 
They're testosterone. They're what? Oh, yeah, absolutely. What's they're, t- they're testosterone to see if whatever they're developing per mind control is, is working. You well, know, yeah, it's funny. joystick, well, whoever's holding at the other end of the the horrifying act is, is working on the, their killer, you know? I'm... That's it's their it's their way of taking away our rights to have a gun. Yeah, well, that, that's right. It, you're absolutely right. It kind of serves a double purpose with their own agenda. Oh, and then with the uh, the school, they were there like practically before the shooting started. I mean, but they were swarming all over these people. You know, and here are these parents with de- with dead children. It was insane. And they gave out a, lo- a lot of wrong information. And, oh, all the information because they have to wrong. be. Somebody has to be. Excuse me. Somebody has to be number one, and I'm going to be number one, and I'm going to get the information out there first. And I'm not going to check out my sources. I'm just going to get the information out there. So, and then all of a sudden, all of this within three days, they all come back, and all the information was totally wrong. So they upset more people than they than than they would have if they would have told the truth up front. And all of a sudden, this whole thing just got you know out of whack. And it's funny you don't hear anything about that except for now the gun laws. Yeah, they're slowly yeah. trying to take away our right. Oh yeah. Yes. This that's is what, really that's, weird. That's what Hitler did when he first took over Germany. Oh, he yeah. got rid of all everybody who. Who uh, had a weapon? He didn't, you know, need the resistance. Exactly. We we read that last night. In fact, last night I was reading about the Hitler right. thing, and what he did was he disarmed the Germans, and all of a sudden the German people and some of the Jews said, "There's something weird going on here," and a lot of them uh, decided to get out of Germany. And uh, there were people out there telling them, "There's something going on. There's something weird with this guy. He's t- he disarmed the country. What is going on?" And then what happened is what I read. They got a lot of these people got out, and some Jews and the Germans they got out of there before the shit hit the fan and then all of a sudden the whole thing turned into a tyranny and all of a sudden it was World War II. Yeah. But that, nobody listened. Yeah, it, guns in the media. You control the media and you get rid of the guns. Well, you know, in the media, if you ever look at the media, Dina, they don't do any more investigative reporting because of everybody getting sued and, and, and they use that as a tactic so they can't do the investigative reporting and find out the yeah. truth. That brings, I, yeah, that brings up Dateline. When Dateline first came out, it was news. Now every Dateline is about uh, someone that's been killed. They can't find them. It's all murders. Yeah, you know, it's couples, all, it's all married murders. people cheating and all that stuff. They yeah, don't get into it. That's all they show us now. And the other thing was... Negative, Bre- negative, negative. The other thing was Breebart. Remember Breebart? Yeah. And the Breebart happened, said... And I think we were talking about this yesterday, Dina, that Breebart had something on Obama, and he was going to release it uh, so people would understand or know what was really going on. And all of a sudden, the guy's walking down the uh, street in Los Angeles, or I think it was L.A., and he was walking down the street, and... And, and he dropped dead from a heart attack? Huh? Right, 43. Huh? 43 yeah. years old. Yeah, I don't think so. Huh? <laughs> what? Wait, what's uh, I mean, you know, and people and people are buying into what the what what the media is saying. They won't challenge the media. I mean, Alex Jones, he's been challenging him for a long time, and so is Savage. They've been doing it, and Mark Levin yeah. out of ABC in New York. I mean, they've been they've been going after it, but it, it just seems. I mean, and Rush Limbaugh's been doing it for a long period of time, also. No, he's just full of hot air. No, he's been doing it, and people are now tired of it. Sick of it. They're yeah. sick of it, but he's been saying it over and over and over. And we we read some quotes quotes last night from what George Bush said. Uh, in 2003 and 2002 about the New World Order and about the uh, invasion of Iraq 
And it's really interesting to hear how he phrased it, his phraseology to the American people about that war. Oh, when that war was going on, I was teaching high school. I was teaching um, English and history, and I swear to you, you could ask any teenager in the school um, why we were uh, in... um, we were, we were in Iraq. We were going to war in Iraq. And every single one of them would say, because Saddam Hussein um, put down our World Trade Center. And, you know, I said, no, Os- Osama bin Laden. They're not the same person. And they'd be like, oh, but aren't they best friends? I'm like, no, they're not. That's how the media had gotten into their hooks. They're getting this from their parents. And I will say George Bush did a brilliant job having everyone getting confused about who the real bad guy was. Well, you know, it, it goes back to, and, and the media did do a masterful job on... Uh, weapons of mass destruction. Th- there, there was no weapons of mass destruction. I know. Because the UN went over there and tried to find them weapons of mass destruction. So I don't believe anything these people say anymore. And then finally, after 10 or $20 billion we spent and all those uh, servicemen killed in the military for, for what? Right. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Halliburton could make a few billion dollars every week. I remember that big stink. Yeah, Halliburton was making a ton of money on this deal. Again, there you go with that secret society type of thing going on. And that's where I want to take everyday news coverage and turn it into uh, what is this the new world order and who who are these people and how do they get to where they get in these universities and continue on with that type of conversation because it does... When we were growing up, we didn't have any of this stuff, any of this craziness. I mean, back in the 60s, and 70s, you didn't see any people uh, people going into schools murdering students and teachers. No. You didn't see any of that. that well, was, no. That, no, none. Well, none of it. Also, technology just shot up right after the Roswell crash and a lot of things that we used to Well, that's today. a whole different thing with the UFOs. No, but, but I'm saying like in the 1950s and 60s, as you were saying, except for the Vietnam War, mm-hmm. you know, back, back here in, in the U.S., mm-hmm. people weren't going out and doing mass murders. Anyway, so we're going to continue this. Uh, Dina, we would love to have you on next Wednesday again. And I want to continue this on a uh, regular basis because there's so much here to cover. And in your books, The Last Degree, The Halo of the Damned, and the uh, third novel, Is It Bad Juju? About the voodoo religions. I'm going to get into all that next week. The the voodoo religions and the zombies and the resurrections and the Haitian culture and all of that stuff. I want to get into all of that because I find it so interesting. Oh, yeah. It's um, fascinating. can people find your book at? Well, uh, all of my books are on Amazon. Some of them are on Barnes and Noble and other book sites. And uh, you can um, leave me, uh, you can friend me on Facebook. I've got a, a Dina Ray Books fan page, or you could just friend me under Dina Ray. Uh, you could follow me at, on Twitter. I follow back uh, at Halo of the Damned is my handle. Uh, my I have a, four boards on Pinterest under Dina Ray Books. And um, let's see, am, am I missing a social media here? Um, well, I'm on Clout. Oh, wait, I'm on Clout and Stumbled Upon, too. Um, oh, good. <laughs> well, well, I just want to say if anyone, if anyone in Renegade Nation wants to buy, her, buy Dina's book through Amazon, Please buy it on our website. Yeah, through Amazon. We, we get a tiny little portion of <laughs> a money. A little bit, not much. Yeah. Anyway, Dina, it was a pleasure having you on. Yeah. This, uh, this we want is, you to. 
Fascinating. This has been great. Fascinating talk radio here at Renegade. Dean, I want you to hold on as we go off the air. Renegade Nation, we hope you enjoyed this show. This will be coming to you every Wednesday with more uh, conspiracy theorists and what is really going on in your world. And all I have to say is, Dina, thank you so much. You have a great day. And Marla, aloha. Aloha, Richie and Marla.